Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM, Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. WTOP News. Facts matter. Let's go to Ken Berger in the traffic center. All in all, nice-looking ride all through the DMV. The only accident we've got working now sits on the right shoulder, eastbound 66. Before US 50 out in Fair Oaks, this accident involves a motorcycle. Got the new work zone on the outer loop at the American Legion Bridge, uh, the left shoulder left lane blocked by the road work involving some equipment repairs. Then the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop near 66 over on the west side, right lane blocked because of the ongoing road work. No lanes are closed in Maryland on the Capitol Beltway. The things are looking good from the Legion Bridge around the corner at 95, heading all the way to the Wilson Bridge. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson. This evening, some mostly cloudy skies. Our temperatures will be dropping off into the mid-40s to lower 50s. By morning, upper 30s to mid-40s expected across the area. Still looking dry, but we do have a chance of showers on tap for Friday, mainly afternoon and evening, 2 p.m., till 10 p.m. Light showers in the forecast with high temperature around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. At the wharf in D.C., 52, National Harbor at 52, and Sterling, 49, maybe down to the low 40s in a few spots. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. New developments as we get closer to the new year tonight. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State boots former President Trump off that state's primary ballot. And new locally. An off-duty Prince George's County officer carjacked at a popular outlet mall in Maryland. I'm Matt Koufax. The most murders in the nation's capital in two decades. Where D.C. is in assessing crime-fighting policies citywide amid a surge in violent crimes being committed. I'm Mike Marilla. Why one local school system is cautioning employees about their social media posts. I'm Grace Newton. Flacco is backo, and the Cleveland Browns clinch. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Maine's elected Democratic Secretary of State has ruled that Donald Trump is ineligible to be on the state's Republican presidential primary ballot. A hearing on the challenges was held earlier this month in which Trump's attorney argued his case. There's uh, substantial federal jurisdictional issues that prohibit a state from engaging in this type of behavior. Trump's campaign says an appeal will be filed in state court, but it's unlikely to end there. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. The mayors of New York, Chicago, and Denver are demanding help from the federal government dealing with the surge of migrants arriving in their cities. CBS's Skylar Henry on how the Biden administration is reacting to those demands. The White House says that they remain in regular contact with these cities that may be experiencing this growing uh, number of migrants that may be coming via bus or other means. They say that they are trying to work with them around the clock. But the Biden administration has also said that they are asking Congress to pass additional funding to try to help out at the U.S.-Mexico border as well to the tune of some $14 billion. And I think that ultimately is where uh, the president wants to see some stuff done. A high surf warning was in effect for parts of Northern California. On the north end of Monterey Bay, surf overran the beach and swept into a parking lot, leaving the area strewn with debris. KION-TV reporter Scott Rates is there. It's been 
been a rough few years. Jill Verner lives in the area. Her family has owned a home on Beach Drive since the 1960s. For her, this... This is starting to sound like a broken record. This is devastating to keep going through this and seeing what it's doing to this community. We are barely back up and running. Police in San Antonio have released a video they believe is connected to the killing of a pregnant Texas teen and her boyfriend. CBS's Christian Benavides has that. The new video shows two people San Antonio police are calling persons of interest in the deaths of 18-year-old Savannah Soto and the father of her unborn baby, 22-year-old Matthew Guerra. The video police say was recorded close to where the bodies were found. It shows one man driving a dark pickup truck and another getting out of the car belonging to Soto and Guerra. The couple was found dead in their car from gunshot wounds Tuesday, a few miles from their apartment. The Detroit Pistons have now matched the longest losing streak in NBA history, 28 games. They fell to the Celtics 128-122. to Tuesday night, the team set the NBA record for most consecutive losses in a season with their 27th in a row in a loss to Brooklyn. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 12.03 on Friday morning, December 29th, 2023. 49 degrees, clouds chilly overnight, upper 30s and lower 40s for lows. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour. The search is on for at least two suspects who carjacked an off-duty Prince George's County police officer near the Tanger Outlets. That officer fought back. WTLP's Matt Koufax was at the scene. It happened around 5 p.m. in a parking lot just across the street from the outlets where Prince George's County Police Chief Vernon Hale says one of his off-duty officers was with two other family members. An officer was loading his family into his personal vehicle at which time he was carjacked. The chief says there are business buildings near the 6700 block of Tanger Boulevard, just across the street from one of the outlet's main entrances, which is where the officer was visiting. Police add there were at least two suspects. The officer was able to get his family safely out of the vehicle, discharge his weapon, and the suspects escaped including his personal vehicle. Police say they don't have anyone in custody at this time and are looking for the two suspects. They also don't know how many shots were fired or what kind of car the suspect stole from the off-duty officer. But police say he and his family are safe. In Oxon Hill, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Meanwhile, D.C. will end the year with the highest number of murders in 20 years. As of this morning, the number of homicides in the district stands at 271. This comes as the city struggles to get a handle on an overall all 39% rise in violent crime over last year. Well, no one wants to see the year-end numbers be up. D.C. City Administrator Kevin Donahue. We saw a real jump in robberies that we needed to tackle to go along with a stubborn number around gun crime. He says work does continue to assess the many initiatives that are out there to curb crime to see which one should stay. That will be entirely led by uh, what we see works most effectively. And which should go. He says the city is halfway through the process and the next proposed budget from the mayor will reveal the results. He says he believes it isn't confusion over having many policies in the city that led to an increase in violent crime. Instead, he says it was a result of a long-term strain on the environment, including fewer police officers on patrol and the COVID-19 slowdown on the court system. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 12.05 and 10 men have been arrested after a local sting operation. 
to catch child predators. We hoped that no one would interact with our undercover detectives, but they did. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says detectives interacted with the men on a number of online platforms and apps. He said detectives told the suspects they were children, either 13 or 14 years old. We had a surveillance team set up at the agreed-upon location. The meeting location, each and every case, we safely took the suspects into custody. The ages of the men range from 22 to 44. Most are from Northern Virginia. Chief Davis and other investigators say parents should be carefully monitoring their kids' online behavior and talking with them about what's safe and what's not. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Public School System has a warning for employees about what they can post online. WTOP's Grace Newton reports the warning is related to the Israel-Hamas war. The district is strongly urging employees to watch what they say on social media, saying in an email to make sure it aligns with the system's values. The Jewish Community Relations Council of the Greater Washington Area Associate Director Gila Franklin Siegel says what a teacher posts online can impact children in school. That is not something that that teacher can keep separate from their work life. It will be seen immediately. It will go viral. And how can a Jewish child, especially an Israeli child, be expected to sit in that teacher's classroom? The Montgomery County Education Association issued a letter saying they believe the school system's decision to publicly condemn the teacher's actions before completing an investigation violates their due process. Grace Newton, WTOP News. As 2023 comes to a close this weekend, it's been another snow-free year. We've seen very little. In fact, I would even say no snow. Certainly nothing is really piled up on the ground to slow traffic. Snow lovers have long said that the D.C. area gets less snow than nearby areas, even those to the south of D.C. Our standards are very low at this point, since we didn't have any snow last season and very little a couple seasons before. ABC 7 meteorologist Steve Rudin says there are good reasons there's less snow downtown. We have a lot of concrete. We have a lot of buildings. We have a lot of traffic. But for the entire region, over time, he thinks we do get our share. And when we have El Nino years, it on average turns out to be perhaps a little bit snowier. He does think we'll get some snow moving into February. Is it going to be a blockbuster kind of snowstorm year? No one can tell, but we will know sooner rather than later. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in Money News, protecting merchant shipping in suddenly hostile waters. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Good morning, everybody. Minimal work zones in Maryland. The one that is active is at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound span is shut down. Two-A operations in effect in the westbound span with the center lane blocked as a buffer zone. There are other work zones that are set up but not currently active, including on northbound 29 in Montgomery County between Sandy Spring Road to Noise Court. The right travel lane, the right merge lane, and the right shoulder are all blocked because of this. In Prince George's County, Croom Road eastbound, that's Maryland 30, uh, 382, prior to Sasser Lane work at the Charles Branch with the right lane and right shoulder closed and Woodyard Road 223 northbound between Rosaryville Road and Sherwood Drive. The ongoing road work shuts down the northbound side. Traffic is going two ways on the southbound side. Work zones in Virginia include on the Capitol Belt with the outer loop at the Allegiant Bridge. Equipment repair work, the left shoulder left lane blocked and then the Capitol Beltway uh, near 66, right lane closed in the ongoing road work. 95 southbound between the Fairfax County Parkway and Lorton Road. Bridge decorated 
repair work, the center lane and the right lane are closed. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Prepping for the last weekend of 2023 with this forecast from 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. The last day with rain for 2023 coming your way today. Now this morning it is going to be dry. Temperatures upper 30s to mid 40s across the area. Later today headed up around 50 degrees, so a little cooler than yesterday. Again, mostly cloudy skies with some rain coming our way after lunchtime. 2 p.m. till 10 p.m. that rain will develop southwest uh, of D.C. and continue to move through the area up until 10 p.m. We'll get about a tenth of an inch. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 degrees in Laurel. Springfield with 52 degrees. It is 49 downtown at Farragut Square. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Attacks by Houthi militants in Yemen continue to disrupt commercial shipping in the Red Sea. Many ships are going around Africa, a longer and costlier route that could raise prices for a range of consumer goods. But things have improved thanks to a U.S.-led task force to protect merchant ships. The logistics firm Flexport says roughly half the ships that normally transit the Red Sea are now taking the route, about twice as many as a week ago. Francois Betancourt Myers is the first woman ever to amass a $100 billion fortune, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Her grandfather founded French beauty giant L'Oreal. Its shares rose to a record high Thursday. Airlines are being asked to check Boeing 737 MAX jets in their fleets for possible loose hardware in the rudder control system. It comes after one airline found a bolt with a missing nut during a routine inspection. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. The general trend in Asia-Pacific markets is down. The Kospi in South Korea is up 1.6%, but the Nikkei down one half of 1%. The Hang Seng giving back some of what they gained yesterday, now down 76 points. And coming up on WTOP, Maine's Secretary of State bounces Donald Trump off that state's presidential primary ballot. A closer look at the decision is next. It's 12-12. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Every 36 seconds, a vehicle is stolen in the United States. Cars are an important investment, and you have the power to protect it. Remove valuables from your car or place out of view. Roll up your windows completely. Don't leave your car running while unattended, especially during the winter. And always lock your doors and take your keys or fob with you. If you know something about a vehicle theft, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. It's 1213. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Kelly Clarkson, and as the daughter of a school teacher, I know just how important education is. No matter how old you are or your situation, continuing to learn will enrich your life and help remove barriers you didn't even know were there. So much opportunity, y'all. Whether it's a foreign language, history, or a different way to look at things, take some time each day to learn something new. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. The WTOP December Charity of the Month is Beacon House. For over 30 years, Beacon House has provided high-quality after-school programming in Northeast Washington, D.C.'s Edgewood neighborhood. Beacon House has helped hundreds of children graduate from high school with a plan for their future. As a black-led, black-serving organization, Beacon House is now an integral part of the Ward 5 community's social fabric, and it is recognized as a critical nonprofit by Spur Local. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. In the moments ahead, local authorities take a bite out of a scam called gift card draining. We'll explain in the moments ahead. More news in 30 seconds. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts Matter. 1215 with Ian Crawford. Glad we could get together on Friday morning. Maine's Secretary of State is removing former President Donald Trump from that state's primary ballot. Democrat Sheena Bellows becomes the first elected official to take the action unilaterally to bar Trump under the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. The Civil War era clause bans those engaged in insurrection from office. It's the same provision recently cited by the Colorado Supreme Court to remove Mr. Trump from that state's ballot. The U.S. Supreme Court will likely rule on whether the provision to Trump applies to Mr. Trump and whether he can still run for president. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum joined our Dimitri Sotis with more information. There's been a shift. Minnesota and Michigan first made attempts to disqualify Donald Trump under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Then, of course, we saw what happened in Colorado, which essentially went through three courts, the trial court, the appellate court, and then finally the Supreme Court of Colorado. And they ruled in a sort of a very, you know, remarkable decision because basically the Supreme Court out in the Rocky Mountains made findings of fact that, yes, there was an insurrection. Yes, Donald Trump is responsible for it. And no, he's now can no longer run for president. Those are findings that no other court is even considered. That's what made Colorado so unusual. Today, what's unusual is Maine did the same thing, but there's no court. They didn't even go to the trial court. There's a little quirk in Maine's election laws. The secretaries of state are usually in charge of statewide elections. That's their job. That's the person who handles elections. So in Maine, you don't go to a court. You make your arguments directly to the secretary of state, and he or she then rules on it. So five different citizens of Maine, all Democrats, made their arguments And the Secretary of State just today made a ruling, a written ruling, essentially disqualifying Donald Trump from the primary ballot. Does this increase pressure on the U.S. Supreme Court to settle this once and for all for all the states? I would have said anyway, Dimitri, they're going to hear it, right? Because, you know, they already know that 30 states are in somewhere involved in trying to figure this out. And you had one state that went straight to the Supreme Court. And then, of course, the Michigan Supreme Court ruled in the opposite. So whenever there's sort of a conflict between the states, the Supreme Court always steps in. And because this raises a constitutional question, 
does the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause, which was essentially drafted to deal with the possibility that Confederate generals would run for office, does it apply to Donald Trump and what happened on January 6th? I think the Supreme Court definitely wants to weigh in on that. Unlike Trump's D.C. federal trial, we're talking about ballots here and voting, and we're getting very close to the primaries and caucuses. It seems that urgency is, you know, top priority here. Apparently, it takes a long time to print ballots. You've got to mail it to expatriates. You have to, you know, people that are living outside of the United States. You have to mail it to the uh, military. They're stationed all over the world. And, you know, we're the government. We don't move so quickly. So that's why, you know, there is a certain urgency that's going to be probably on the Supreme Court's mind in in accepting an emergency appeal now, precisely because of that this issue directly goes to uh, the concept of election. Remember, the founding fathers really believed in representative democracy. They loved the idea of people going to vote, right? And so what's interesting about what happened in Colorado and on Maine is you're telling the citizens of your state, yeah, you can vote, but you can't vote for your guy. You could vote for the quarterback of the college team. You could write on a ballot, Mickey Mouse, but in Colorado, you can't write in Donald Trump. That is CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Top stories we're working on this morning at WTOP. Someone tried to carjack an off-duty police officer at the Tanger Outlets at National Harbor last night. We'll have the latest on the police response. And we're learning that a woman with Israeli, Canadian, and American citizenship believed to have been one of the Hamas hostages in Gaza was killed in that Hamas surprise attack in October. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you, Ian. Southbound 95 at the Fairfax County Parkway. Uh, watch out for the broken down vehicle. The right lane is blocked. Then just south of there, as you make the approach to Lorton Road for bridge deck repair work, the center lane and the right lane are closed because of this. And there is some minor congestion as you make your way through. And we just got word that that broken down vehicle, southbound 95 at the Fairfax County Parkway, has just been cleared out of the roadway. So they made quick work of that, quirk, quick work of that incident. Eastbound 66 before U.S. 50 and Fair Oaks, right shorter blocked by the ongoing accident activity. This crash involves a motorcycle. Eastbound 66 near the Fairfax County Parkway. The right lane blocked because of the road work and there's ongoing roadside maintenance affecting the entrance ramp and exit ramp to and from the Fairfax County Parkway from both directions of 66. All those ramps are shut down and the eastbound 66 express lanes east entrance ramp from business 234 Sudley Road. That ramp is closed at the American Legion Bridge on the outer loop. The left shoulder left lane closed because of because of equipment repair work. Then the Capitol Beltway, the inner loop at near 66. It's the right lane that's blocked because of the road work. In Maryland, only one major active work zone. This is at the Bay Bridge where the eastbound span is a shutdown. Two-way operations in effect on the westbound span. The central lane closed as a buffer zone. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast to get you into the final Friday of the year. From 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Starting out here this morning, dry with mostly cloudy skies and temperatures anywhere from 38 in our colder regions to 46 degrees right inside the Beltway. Winds are light out of the Northwest. Later today, we'll max out around 50 degrees with mostly cloudy skies still and some scattered light showers around the area between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. That's your chance of rain, probably the highest chance around D.C. Metro between 5 and 9 p.m., looking to receive about a tenth of an inch of rain. That's not much at all considering all the rain that we had just with the last weather maker. Uh, we'll dry out just in time for the weekend, mostly sunny to partly sunny skies around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. 
meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center. 49 in Tysons and in Waldorf. It's 52 at Lanthan Plaza. And coming up on WTOP, some current and former Washington commanders named in a multi-million dollar lawsuit in Fairfax County. It's 1221. My name is Shauna Gray. I am a mother and I am a native Washingtonian. My husband is working and I am taking care of special needs children, which is a task. (laughs) I've always gone to the food bank to make ends meet. Me and my husband, sometimes we won't eat just to make sure that they have an extra meal in their mouths because I want them to do the things that they dream of. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people said, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org. Act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 1222. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. You're listening to WTOP. T.O.P. News. It's 1223. Two men are under arrest in Fairfax County in a fraud involving altered gift cards. The scam is called gift card draining. Investigators say it happened at a Target store in Springfield where criminals stole a thousand gift cards. WTOP's Sandra Jones tells us how it works. Police around the country are warning shoppers about gift card draining. Thieves steal them from stores, then copy the numbers and security codes before putting those gift cards back on the shelves. Criminals reseal the package so after you load money onto the gift card, they drain it. You want to make sure that there's some kind of resource if things go wrong. Is there easy contact information? Melanie McGovern is the national spokesperson with the Better Business Bureau. You want to know what are your rights regarding refunds, what the policies are. Police advise you to check gift cards for any tampering or resealing. Many come with with activation stickers or labels on the back and should not be peeled off or replaced. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. A $25 million lawsuit filed in Loudoun County claiming three members of the Washington Commanders were racing on a remote road a couple of years ago, and that led to a crash that killed Olivia Peters, who'd been dating one of the players. The Loudoun Times Mirror reports the lawsuit was filed on behalf of Peters' mother. It names DeShazer Everett, who was released from the team after the crash, along with Jamin Davis and Benjamin Shane Juiced, both of whom still play for the commanders. The lawsuit claims the defendants were aware that they were driving recklessly and speeding. A commander's spokesperson wouldn't comment on the suit, and an attorney for Everett could not be reached. Virginia's first pediatric flu death of the season has doctors calling for people to take precautions against the virus. Specifically, State Health Commissioner Dr. Karen Shelton is urging the public to get their flu shot. Doctors say we're entering the toughest part of flu season with the onset of winter and getting immunized can be a tool to fight against serious complications even if you do get the flu. The state says seeking early care if you get the virus and practicing good hygiene like washing hands and